fighting, hatred, fear. Had enough of the noise? listening i'm your host dr h dr henry ely as well you know i got a few different names out there and i want to say thank you so much for listening in i hope you are having a beautiful holiday season with people that you love very much whoever you may be as you know we start every show with uh gratitude right that's the way to go and i want to say thank you to everybody who's following us on rumble uh, we've been putting out a lot of uh, the free clinic sessions for people who are injured uh, on Rumble. You can go to the school's Energetic Health Institute uh, chamble, uh, channel chamble, channel, and uh, and check it out. It's really, really good stuff. Uh, had a really great session this week with uh, a surprise visit by Dr. Judy Mikovich. She came and hung out and was sharing her wisdom with us and everything. Really heartwarming um, session. And, and uh, Adam, if you're out there listening, um, definitely, brother, you know, we are praying for you, we are pulling for you, and we're going to figure all this stuff out. You know, I also got to say, I'm, I'm grateful for a moment I had, a moment in time I had decades ago. Um, I was at my end, I was, I was ready to call it a, a life and uh, do something very silly and take my own life. And fortunately, God intervened and said, listen, if you stay, I promise to show you some of the most beautiful things that you'll ever see. And I'm seeing them now, you know, I'm, I've witnessed them with my mother's passing years ago and, and, you know, her asking me to make sure and promise her that I would help them. I didn't know what she was talking about. I know what she's talking about now. Um, and I just am grateful that, you know, God saved my life, you know, really, and that I'm able to experience all these beautiful things, these beautiful healing experiences, Folks, we have some great case studies that are on the way. Um, some of my graduates are doing some phenomenal work with the methodology I've laid out in the Artist Cellular Healing. We're going to talk about that today. Today's show is all about shots, blood clots, and sticky blood. We're going to talk about what's going on, what's leading to sudden adult death. We are going to, we've, we have cracked this code, all right? And, and I've got to give a huge shout out to Dr. Ryan Cole. Uh, also, big shout out to Dr. Peter McCullough, who've been really phenomenal uh, in this, Dr. Judy Mikovits, Dr. James Lyons-Weiler, just phenomenal people who've contributed so much to my education on this topic and uh, so supportive, all of them, and, and just good folks. Uh, Dr. Brian Artis as well, just a seriously good dude, Dr. Angie Farella, and uh, all the folks with uh, Steve Kirsch's group, uh, React 19, and Steve Kirsch, of course, himself, just great people doing great, great things. And, um, you know, we're starting to see the fruits come for the, the labor that we've put in, the collaboration that we've all put in. And I want to share some of that with you today. We have great case studies coming. Um, I've, I've seen uh, huge palm size and hand size lesions heal up in 30 days uh, with some of the work that some of my graduates have done. I, I'm working with a severely injured 
uh, patient right now, and she's responding beautifully to what we're doing in future sessions. We're going to talk a little bit about the enhanced elemental diet that I've been able to put together. And uh, it's, it's just, see, everything is starting to click. You know, I don't want to say we're there yet because there's still a lot to learn, but things are clearly starting to click. We have turned a corner and we are understanding what's going on, the mechanism of action. And that's what I want to share with you today. I want to share with you where we are, none of the fluff, uh, none of the ego, none of the, the selfishness, none of the, none of the nonsense that's been out there, just real hope. All right. Uh, I am so disgusted when I hear people say that a person who's gotten the shot is definitively genetically modified, that's not true. Okay. It's just not true. And uh, I get disgusted when I hear people say to the folks who are severely injured, that it's your fault and you shouldn't have done it. That sucks. That's a terrible message to send to people and everybody who's doing it needs to cut that crap out right now. All right. And I mean that. If we aren't bringing love, compassion, and hope to the people who were forced, coerced, lied to, who made a bad decision, then shame on us. All right. That's not what God is about. That's not what he has given us this beautiful gift of life to be about. All right. We're going to bring compassion and love and light to these people. They need it. And they've been through hell already that we don't need to add to that. So where I'm coming from is hope that we are solving these problems, the greatest problems that have ever histed in human uh, biology. We are solving these problems of this bioweapon, this murder for profit Ponzi scheme. And we're going to show them that love is the greatest energy and love will win out. The greatest energy always prevails. It will not be this evil that is upon us. I can assure you it will not stand. And it's not going to stand because we're going to love it away. We're just not going to love it away to think the way they think we are. You know what I'm saying? We're going to do it the right way here. And I want to just give huge shouts out to people who are doing it the right way. Jonathan Otto, Kevin Jenkins, you know, the aforementioned folks, uh, you know, I'm going to miss some people here. Please don't. Uh, Leah Wilson, Sayer G. I mean, there are people out there, David Avocado, Wolf, Ed, Dr. Ed Group. There are people out there doing incredible, truly, truly, truly incredible things. All right. Truly incredible things. And, uh, you know, I'm just so, I'm just so in awe of all of them, Malcolm here at America Out Loud. I'm just so in awe of everyone. And, and I'm so grateful to call them dear friends, to call them brothers and sisters in the truest sense of what those words mean and to be privileged to be among them, you know, to, to that people, the call was went out and the call was answered, you know, and this is the result of all of it that the call is being answered every day. It's just, it's phenomenal. So we have a lot to share today in this show. I'm going to jump right in. Um, just that was a little bit longer preamble than I thought, because you know I can talk. But it's just comes down to something really simple. It's about love, folks. It's about love. I just and I almost forgot Dr. Paul Thomas and all of his incredible work. Folks, there's so many people, too many people to name. And if I missed you, know that you're in my heart. And it's not about ego and credit and being named and all that. It's about knowing that when the call went out, we answered the call, right? That's what this is all about. So uh, without for any further ado, here we go. Um, 
you know, when we talk about shots, blood clots, and sticky blood, all right, the sticky blood component was this thing that I've been kind of honing in on the last few weeks. And it seems like other people are as well, which is uh, this wonderful confluence of of wisdom that's coming together. We're seeing it with Dr. Ryan Cole's work. We're seeing it with some other uh, papers that have just published affirming what we've been seeing, what we've been finding, and now we've honed in on something that it's so brilliant, this bioweapon. The design of it is absolutely freaking brilliant. The only thing that surpasses my awe for the brilliance of this bioweapon that the shot is, is the horror of what they've created. That's the only thing that exceeds my admiration for the brilliance, the simplistic brilliance of what this really, really is. So when we talk about healing, and a lot of what I'm going to share with you is from the Art of Cellular Healing. Of course, you can get that at the energetichealthinstitute.org. Uh, put in promo code I am Ehi Amazing, get $100 off. It ain't about the money for us folks. It's about the wisdom, about the knowledge, about doing what's right. And portions of all proceeds for this course go back into helping people who are injured by the shots. That's what we do. You know who I am by this point. That's what we do. That's how we get down. All right. Unapologetically good. That's what we're about. So there's really four stages. Uh, for those of you watching this on video, there's really four stages, but we're going to talk about three. The first is rejuvenation. The second is detoxification. The third is regeneration. And we have these stages for a reason. We have a, these stages for the reason of organizing the therapeutic treatment approach, the clinical approach. We don't want to try to do everything all at once. It's a nightmare. We want to do one stage at a time to set the next stage up. Now, what you're not seeing on the screen, if you're watching it uh, in a video, is stage four. Stage four is living your best life, right? You know, I wanted to do it in stages specifically to take a, a, a little, you know, nudge at the whole cancer nonsense. Stage one, stage two, stage three, stage four being like, oh my God, this person's about to die, right? You know what? Stage four is going to be this person is about to live and live their best life because they made it through the hell that these liars put them through, right? So when we look at this, there are three stages of treatment, though rejuvenation, detoxification, regeneration, and there are therapeutic goals at each of these stages. The first is optimize mitochondrial energy production, otherwise known as ATP, but energy production. And with that, it's going to be resolving sticky blood. And I'm going to talk about that a lot today because that's what's going on in stage one rejuvenation. Stage Two, detoxification is cleaning out the cellular environment, helping cells get rid of the heavy metal toxicity, get rid of the chemical pollution toxicity that are really polluting the environment that they live within, right? And that's going to improve cell signaling, and it's going to really promote the cells being able to do what they do best, which is heal. Stage three is regeneration, and that's where we get into DNA repair and optimizing it using autophagocytosis. We want to make sure we are amplifying stem cell production in the body, support remyelination where it's necessary, and really, really, really focus on letting the body what it do, what it does best, which is to heal. Okay, so far so good. That's the approach. And that's what we teach in the Art of Cellular Healing. Starting in January of 2023, we are going to upscale this at the Energetic Health Institute. We're going to have 
classes that you can join if you are severely injured. Um, so we can move beyond the free clinic. You're going to be able to come in if you want to and, and take a class with us where there are doctors around who are learning how to do this, where you're in a controlled, loving environment and that we prepare you. We take you through stage one rejuvenation. We prepare you for stage two detoxification. Then we take you through that. And of course, we then take you through the fasting and you learn these skills that are going to be essential and skills you will use for your lifetime, because these skills apply not just to being injured by the shot. They also apply to literally every single pathology out there. I am working folks on the theory of everything and a completely transformational look at how natural medicine and medicine in general is to be practiced. We cannot march into the new world and build that new world by using the same ideas that got us to where we are today. We have to let those go. We have to build something new and have the courage to do it. All right. And we can because there are brilliant people all around the world. Dr. Neuenschwander, um, uh, you know, there are people all around the world doing everything they can to make a difference and it's working. Okay. We might not be on the mainstream media. CNN might never cover us. Don't care. Don't need them. Don't care. Now, how do blood clots form? So we're going to start this process here and then we'll go to break in a second, but how do blood clots form? Well, it's real simple. You know, our blood cells, red blood cells, are going to also be called erythrocytes, all right? But they are going to come from a myeloid stem cell. And of course, platelets come from that as well. And that stem cell, as well as white blood cells, ultimately are derived from their white blood cells um, uh, being our, um, our immune cells, okay? But they all come from a blood stem cell. That's where everything kind of originates. So stem cells, very important and why they are a focal point for stage three, okay? But starting off, we've got to get the red blood cells healthy. We've got to get the blood healthy because that's where the problems really are manifesting, the problems that are leading to sudden death, all right? Something we can do a lot about. Now, blood cells, of course, are going to be um, formed in the bone marrow, and uh, it's that same process. But if you're watching this on video, and I do encourage you, if you're listening um, on radio and you want to watch this, we, we do have this recorded as well for you. We want you to see the visuals. The visuals are very, very important. So you can go over to our Rumble channel at the Energetic Health Institute and watch these. I think we'll probably put this out in three different uh, videos, but you can check this stuff out. I want this stuff out. It's public domain. I want everybody to get this. That's how important this is. It's not free because it's cheap. It's free because we've got to get this out to everybody. We are we have figured some stuff out in the last couple of weeks, and it is a big, big deal. When we look over here at this picture on the right, what you're going to notice is a phenomenon where red blood cells are floating freely in the blood plasma, and none of them are touching each other. See, that's the big deal. Sticky blood means that the red blood cells are getting stuck together, that there's something that's causing the red blood cells to get stuck together. And when the red blood cells get stuck together, red blood cells are responsible for gas exchange, for bringing oxygen to the cells and clearing carbon dioxide away from the cells. Okay. It is the most fundamental sacred process in human biology. It's the process that cannot be impaired if life is to continue. 
And that's where these evil people have struck. They've struck because they've created a spike glycoprotein. I'm going to talk more about that after the break. They've created a spike glycoprotein that causes red blood cells to stick together. So it doesn't matter if you got sick via infection or if you got the injection and your body's making this spike glycoprotein. It doesn't really matter. It's going to cause your the spike glycoprotein is going to cause your red blood cells to stick together. And when red blood cells stick together and start clumping together, it reduces surface area, surface area to bind those gases. And when you reduce surface area, now you could have all the oxygen in the world being pumped down somebody's throat. It won't be able to be brought in to the bloodstream. It won't be able to be bound to the red blood cell. You could have all the oxygen in the world available, and a person will still feel like they're suffocating. And that's exactly what has been happening the last three years. People get sick, and it's like, wow, that was the worst illness. I've never felt anything like that. Of course you haven't, because the spike glycoprotein on the infection is causing your red blood cells to stick together. People now, you see them just passing out on air, passing out after a performance, passing out, you know, doing nothing. You see all these videos of this happening to people because the spike protein has caused red blood cells to stick together and they can't breathe. They can't. It's not a lung issue. It's that the elements in the blood, the Red blood cell is not separated from fellow red blood cells to be able to maximize gas exchange. And if you attack gas exchange, you are attacking the very nature, the foundation of everything we hold sacred in human biology. It is a foregone conclusion that the system will ultimately fail if that goes on. And what creates that phenomenon of sticky blood? the spike glycoprotein. Now, when we look at this, when you look at a red blood cell, and I want to leave you with some amazement before we go to break. I'm going to leave you some with amazement about your human body. See, you cannot improve upon perfection. That's what's so outstanding about life itself and so outstanding about this amazing gift of a human body that you have been given as a gift. You cannot improve upon perfection. Now, your red blood cells are going to last for about 120 days. After 120 days, they're really not very functional. They have to be taken up by the spleen and broken down and then reassembled into new red blood cells in the bone marrow. But this process is so crucial to your life that your body makes an estimated two. 0.5 million red blood cells every single second. Every single second, your body is making 2.5 million new red blood cells. And at any given moment in your bloodstream, you have 20 to 30 trillion red blood cells circulating. circulating. That is how important gas exchange is because the red blood cell is charged with one responsibility. Grab as much oxygen as you can, deliver it to the cells, pick up their carbon dioxide waste, which is toxic to the cells, and carry it back to the lungs so you can exhale it. That's what red blood cells do. 
So you have a whole bunch of them because you, that's how important oxygen to the cells and carbon dioxide away from the cells is to your overall homeostasis. Now, when you look in a red blood cell, red blood cells are made up of 250 to 280 million hemoglobin units. Each and every red blood cell has 250 to 280 hemoglobin units. Now, globin is the protein structure, the lattice structure. Heme is the binding area for the gas. And what is heme predominantly made out of? Iron. Iron is where the binding site is. So each heme unit can bind two molecules of gas, oxygen, carbon dioxide being the molecules. So there are four heme, uh, heme subunits in every hemoglobin molecule. And with that makes it that there are eight sites to bind gas. And all of those hemoglobin units, 250 to 280 million in one red blood cell and 20 to 30 trillion red blood cells in your body. That, If we did some math on that, right? That's eight places where gas can be on a red blood cell of 280 million times. So multiply 280 million by eight, that's going to tell you how much gas one red blood cell can hold on to. Blows your mind, right? Now multiply that by 20 to 30 trillion. That's how much gas needs to be moved around, oxygen brought to the cells, carbon dioxide taken away all the time for years and years and years. And all of those red blood cells are floating around in 60,000 to 100,000 miles of blood vessels. That's right. You have enough blood vessels in your body to go around the earth two and a half to four times. How cool is that? That's perfection right there. You are perfection. You were designed that way. And what they figured out is if we get those red blood cells to stick together using manufactured bioweapon spike glycoproteins that we have convinced your body to make, that you end up killing yourself. They're using your perfection against you to make a protein that your body should never have encountered because that protein was generated in a lab. That's what makes it a weapon. Now, when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about plausible deniability too, because that's why they took this approach. It's brilliant. It's simple. It's horrific. It's evil. That's what makes it murder, folks. Homicide. That's what's going on. And we're going to do a lot about that when we come back with more Energetic Health Radio right after the break. We're also going to talk about how chlorophyll helps you make a lot of heme and build your red blood cells up so you don't ever have to worry about them binding or failing to bind these gases. All right. We'll be right back with more Energetic Health Radio right after these messages. Energetic Health Radio is brought to you by the Energetic Health Institute, an amazing school for amazing people just like you. Check us out, folks. The Art of Cellular Healing, Holistic Nutrition Certifications, Detoxification Certifications, so much goodness. And the thing I love the most, people who really care. That's what we have at the school. Students, teachers, administrators, people who really, really care about you. Nothing that we do is about the money. 
everything we do is about you. So check us out at energetichealthinstitute.org. You will be very, very happy that you did. We'll be right back with more Energetic Health Radio right after these messages. Hello, I'm Ben Marble, MD, and I founded MyFreeDoctor.com as a donation-supported, faith-based nonprofit with a mission to save lives by delivering free doctor visits to patients in all 50 states of America. MyFreeDoctor.com treats a broad range of health concerns like COVID-19, long COVID, sinus infections, urinary tract infections, rashes, medication refills, and more. So please visit MyFreeDoctor.com, where we're healing America one person at a time. You already know Genesis plus HOCL is your best defense against viruses. But did you also know it's the most powerful weapon for eliminating airborne mold too? Customers are raving about the Genesis Fogger's ability to tackle mold problems and the bad smells that go with them. And we all know mold is a hazard to your health. There's no airborne invader that Genesis can't handle. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything. All right, everybody, welcome back. Well, here we go. Let's get into a little bit of the physiology of what's happening. It's a phenomenon called the chloride shift. There's two things we really got to understand about this. And it's okay if you don't understand it right out the bat, especially if you're listening on radio, check out the videos. Okay. And if you are watching this on, on Rumble for the first time, that's where you're kind of checking us out. Check us out on America Out Loud. All right. Check us out on americaoutloud.com. Check out Energetic Health radio and all the other wonderful programs out there. There's so much for you to get that's going to make you feel really, really good. So when we look at the red blood cell, the red blood cell is going to have to bind all that oxygen. Let's say it starts at the lungs and we're, the red blood cells are free. They're free to move around and everything. They're not clumped together. They're not sticky. What's going to happen is that red blood cell is going to start binding oxygen to itself. But in order to do that, it's going to require a little bit of bicarbonate and it's going to also require it to give up a chloride ion. So there's this exchange happening in order to bring on oxygen to the red blood cell. The red blood cell also has to bring in some bicarbonate and give up a chloride ion. When it does that and gives up a chloride ion, it also supports the red blood cell getting rid of carbon dioxide. See, this is a sacred this is a sacred event happening, the exchange of gases, the exchange of carbon dioxide, which is toxic to the system for oxygen, which is very healthy to the system. And then we give up that carbon dioxide into the atmosphere and guess who uses it? The trees, all the plant life uses it and turns it back into oxygen for us. It's an incredibly beautiful symbiotic relationship that we have with mother nature. It's it's phenomenal, right? And it's all predicated on this, this thing known as gas exchange. Now, when the red blood cell gets loaded with oxygen, it gives up the carbon dioxide, then it floats around in the bloodstream. It travels through those 60,000 miles, right? And it takes one path through there. There's many paths, but it takes a path through there and it does that path to go from the heart back to the heart in one minute. Doesn't that blow your mind? 
how efficient that is in one minute. It can go from the heart, go and offload all the oxygen, come back into the heart and into the lung area to get rid of the carbon dioxide and grab more oxygen. It does all that in a minute, right? And it does that for every minute that you're alive, or at least every minute in the 120 days that the red blood cell is viable. Isn't that incredible? And just like mind blowing. This is, if you want to talk to me about faith, there's faith, faith that that process is going to happen from the time you are conceived until the time you take your last breath. That's why we call breath inspiration, because you are literally bringing inspiration, the breath of life into your body, and the red blood cells are making it happen. Now, when the red blood cell gets down to the cell level with that oxygen, it goes into the chloride shift again. And this time, what happens is the oxygen, oxygen will be offloaded to the cell and bicarbonate will be offloaded as well, bicarbonate being a little alkalizing. And what the cell will do is take on carbon dioxide. What the red blood cell will do is bring on and load up the carbon dioxide and also load on a chloride ion. It's an incredibly beautiful and simple and magnificent and amazing process that red blood cells do this. It's phenomenal that red blood cells do this. It's phenomenal that this happens every nanosecond of your existence. And it happens without failure until one of two things happen. Your diet becomes too sugar-ridden. And your red blood cells get what is called glycosylated, meaning there's these, these, uh, these carbohydrates, these sticky sugars all around the red blood cells, and the red blood cells get stuck together, and then it's hard to breathe. It's hard for the body to maintain homeostasis. Where do we see this most often? Diabetes, and in people who are overweight. Who were the folks that were most impacted by the SARS-CoV-2 virus. And we do this from March of 2020. People who were overweight, people who had diabetic or pre-diabetic conditions. <laughs> you get it yet? It's all about this sticky blood, red blood cells getting stuck together so they can't do their job. Then what happens is something phenomenal. Once you get to the point of a red blood cell actually being freed up to do its job, the system becomes a self-correcting. When I say system, I'm talking about your body. becomes a self-correcting homeostatic organism. That's what you really are. Your body is designed to heal. It knows what it needs to do to fix things that are off, but it does need the foundational ability to exchange gases in order to do that. It's the foundation of everything we know about life. This process of gas exchange, and that's what the evil people targeted. That's what the people, the eugenicists who have financed population reduction, that's what they have targeted with this bioweapon. So it's very simple. No oxygen, no energy. No energy, no life a.k.a. sudden death. Now, we go a little bit deeper into this and we look at the cell level. And inside of your cell, you're going to have a whole bunch of organelles, some lysosomes, some ribosomes, some 
smooth endoplasmic reticulums and rough endoplasmic reticulums and Golgi complexes and these things I really like known as mitochondria. Now, mitochondria I love because they are the powerhouses for the cell. They're the powerhouses that make energy. Remember what I said, no energy, no life. You get it why it's called the Energetic Health Institute? Yeah, because <laughs> it's the foundation of everything, the production of energy. And if that red blood cell can't deliver oxygen to the cell, then energy can't be produced because oxygen is used by the mitochondria within the cell to produce protons, protons that ultimately result in the production of energy, otherwise known as adenosine triphosphate. If you want to be really technical, adenosine 5 prime triphosphate. It's the energy molecule. It is the essence of everything that happens. And when the cell is producing energy, the cells then produce a lot of enzymes for metabolism and detoxification and a myriad of functions. But without energy, enzyme production really suffers because enzyme production at the cell level is an energy dependent process always. So energy has to precede enzyme activation. And what launches that whole process of energy production? Oxygen, the breath of life. So if you were an evil person, if we had Dr. Evil, you know, being really evil, and he was going, mm -hmm, what could I do to, to lower population and, and get paid in the process? <laughs> right? I'm not talking about the funny Dr. Evil. I'm talking about like dastardly Dan from the wacky soapbox racers, kind of evil, you know what I mean? With the little snively dog that's giggling, you know, and all that stuff. We're talking about bad folks here. They came up with a simple idea. What could happen if we just caused red blood cells to stick together? If we just caused red blood cells to stick together, well, now red blood cells can't bring in oxygen, can't get rid of carbon dioxide, Ultimately, that's going to lead to system failure. It's going to lead to death. And it's going to lead to death by seemingly a lot of different causes because literally every organ is dependent upon the bloodstream. Everything in your body is dependent upon the blood. So maybe for some people, it shows up as a heart issue. Maybe for other people, it shows up as a kidney issue. Maybe for other people, it shows up as a liver issue or a brain issue, right? It doesn't matter. Everything is dependent upon the blood. So you're going to get thousands of different causes of death and then it makes it look like it makes it look like it couldn't be the shot there's no shot that could cause all these different things yeah there is they just made one and how does it cause all these different things because everything is dependent upon the blood and this shot the spike glycoprotein causes the red blood cells to stick together Stick together, they lose surface area, lose surface area, they lose the ability to bind gases. You, you lose the ability to bind gases, and now gas exchange doesn't occur, and death is a biological certainty at that point. Whether it's through blood clotting, which is the primary mechanism, or whether it's through something else, it doesn't matter. You know, this is the foundational cause. Now, is this the only cause? No. Is there a very real immune dysregulation going on and cell signaling um, disruption going on and cancer growing as a result? Absolutely. 
But when we're talking about the sudden deaths, what we are talking about is this phenomenon of glycosylation, red blood cells getting stuck together and therefore having their ability to bind gases, oxygen and carbon dioxide being impeded. You make sure that that can't happen, gas exchange, the system is going to fail. It is a guaranteed that the system is going to fail. People are literally suffocating and dying with oxygen all around them. Why? Because their red blood cells are clumped together, stuck together, and cannot bind oxygen, cannot get rid of carbon dioxide. That's the recipe for sudden death. Now, sticky blood, loss of surface area, no oxygen, right? Carbon dioxide builds up. This is the simplicity of this evil design. The spike glycoprotein creates sticky blood. blood. Red blood cells stick together. They lose surface area for binding. You don't have surface area for binding. You can't bring oxygen into the system, even if you're shoving a ventilator down somebody's throat. And you can't get carbon dioxide out of the system. And here's what you got to understand. Carbon dioxide is toxic to cells, highly acidic, toxic. That's why it's got to be removed and removed quickly all the time. Folks, brilliant, only surpassed by evil. When we look at this phenomenon of sticky blood, and if you're watching the video, I have a couple slides in here with some images of what sticky blood looks like and what blood is supposed to look like. And this is actually in the same person I've been working with. This is in the same person. We're showing that you can take sticky, 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 sticky blood, red blood cells all stuck together and unstick them. How do we do it? By understanding there are four pathways we have to honor with respect to the bloodstream. We've got to free the red blood cells. We've got to get them separated from everybody, from each other. We've got to thin out the viscosity, the thickness of the blood, take some pressure off the heart, make it easier to pump, easier for blood to flow. We've got to improve vasodilation, means we've got to allow the blood vessels to open up and we have to improve the oxygen and carbon dioxide binding capacity, the gas binding capacity of these red blood cells. So how do we do all this? Well, when we're talking about freeing the red blood cells, it's about oxygen. This is why hyperbaric oxygen and uh, the work of Dr. Ted Fogarty is working, right? We haven't heard of it working to resolve the issue, but it works to really help people who are in a bad way because when you start getting oxygen into the system, over time, at the right atmospheric pressure, what ends up happening is red blood cells separate. And when they separate, they can bind better. And now you can deliver more oxygen to the cells where the oxygen can be used for energy production, which can help make more enzymes. So HBOT, fantastic, right? Fantastic, supportive, therapeutic. Fasting, intermittent fasting, for example. Intermittent fasting is going to lead to a breakdown of the glycosylation, the stickiness, because when you're fasting in a fasting state, your cells are constantly looking for fuel sources. So if a red blood cell is glycosylated or has some carbohydrates around it, that will ultimately be separated from the red blood cell, uh, diffuse into the plasma and then be used by the cell, right? So it just takes time. It's, that's why it's so important to be hungry every day. Here's a, a more mechanistic functional well, way to do this proteolytic enzymes. 
enzymes that break down proteins. So we're talking about bromelain and papain. You've probably heard of those pineapples and papaya, pineapple stems and papayas and stuff like that. My favorites that I've been talking about for a couple of years are serapeptase, for example, and natokinase. I've become a big fan of recently. Lumbrokinase, I still think is a little strong, but it can be effective right? And what do the proteolytic enzymes do? They break down the spike glycoprotein. And if you break down the spike glycoprotein, what you do is you start to free the red blood cells so they aren't stuck to each other anymore. Now, of course, all of this is going to require mitochondrial nutrients. You need to drive this. These are energy dependent experiences for the most part. So we want to make sure that you are driving mitochondrial energy production always. It's the foundation of all healing. I cannot overstate this. That's how important it is. And when you take, by the way, proteolytic enzymes, we make sure that we're taking them away from food, at least two hours away from food so they can get into the bloodstream and break these red blood cells apart, not each individual one and destroy it, but separate them from each other, right? We want to free up the surface area on a red blood cell so that it can maximize its gas binding capabilities. And this is why in the East, the morning ritual isn't putting calories into the body. The morning ritual is drinking tea because civilizations, societies, cultures have figured this out for thousands of years. Wake up in the morning, have some herbal tea. My two favorites for this express purpose of getting red blood cells separated from each other, unsticking the blood, nettle leaf tea and green tea, organic, of course. These are the things that are going to help the red blood cells separate so that they can maximize their surface area for gas exchange. So that's number one, free the red blood cells. Now, if you're watching this on, the, on a video, what you're seeing in this image is you're seeing all the red blood cells stuck together, stuck together, so this huge clump of red blood cells stuck together. So much loss of surface area and those red blood cells that are at the core that are really stuck in really in the middle of all this, what they're going to end up doing is they're going to ultimately pop and they're going to pop and form fibrin threads, fibrin threads that form like a fisherman's net that catches other red blood cells and platelets. And when that happens, especially when there's little cuts to the endothelial lining of the red blood cells, that's what the spike protein does too. See, that's a crazy thing. This spike glycoprotein doesn't just cause the red blood cells to stick together. It also injures and damages, cuts the inner lining of the blood vessels. So there's damage there as well. It, this, is, this is a toxic, harmful, pathological, murderous thing, the spike glycoprotein is. And we got to outlaw it. When you look at the image, you're seeing all these red blood cells stuck together. We go to the second part, which is to thin out that thickness, thin out the viscosity. You thin out the viscosity using turmeric, curcuma longa, vitamin E, which 84% of Americans are deficient in, and mineral salts. Mineral salts, uh, I love the ones that Dr. Young has put together, um, his pH salts with potassium bicarbonate. In it. And when you bring those mineral salts, like the potassium bicarbonate into the body, guess what you're doing? You're bringing a little bit of bicarbonate into the plasma, the blood plasma as well. And that bicarbonate is going to be used by the red blood cells, like we talked about earlier, to help promote gas exchange. That's the brilliance 
of something as simple like a little bit of baking soda going into the body on a daily basis. Not a lot, just a little touch once a day, maybe twice a day. It helps thin out the blood. It helps promote an efficient gas exchange. It helps promote alkalinity in the body. It's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. It's so simple. It's brilliant on our side, but without the evil. And when you do these things, you can lead into another level, which is going to be this L-arginine being taken to promote vasodilation, promote the um, blood vessels opening up and getting bigger. One of my favorite products on the market right now is by John Hewlett, um, Cardio Miracle. Folks, I love this product. I'm going to put a link in there so you can check it out and get yourself a little discount if you want to try it out. Fantastic product, great specs, great design. John's a super good dude. And what ends up happening is now you create more room, more um, area in the blood vessel for red blood cells to move through. So they get to move through the body easier. That's what vasodilation is all about. But in the image, if you're on uh, in video watching this, and if you're on radio, again, go check out the videos. But if you're on uh, the video watching this, look at this. We went from this, all these clumped up red blood cells, right? All just, just stuck together, sticky blood, sticky thick blood. We went from that to this. And we did this in uh, 19 days. It only took 19 days to get here, where all the red blood cells are free, separate. There's space around them, right? Where there's space, there's movement. Where there's movement, there's energy. Where there's energy, disease cannot exist. You know, really cool stuff like that. And now all of these red blood cells that you're seeing in this new image have full surface area availability for gas exchange. This is a person that's feeling good now. And that's exactly what this patient was feeling at this time. She was like, wow, I feel so much better just 19 days later because I have my red blood cells all free to move about the bloodstream. Okay. Really cool stuff. And there's one other thing we can do to actually improve binding capacity, and that's chlorophyll. Chlorophyll is going to help make new heme units. Heme units become hemoglobin. Hemoglobin becomes your red blood cells. Remember, 250 to 280 million hemoglobin units in every red blood cell. Well, chlorophyll is virtually identical. I'm going to go back up here. Chlorophyll is virtually identical to heme in terms of biochemical composition. The major difference being the center molecule. In a heme unit, it's iron. That's why we need iron, right? Because it helps us bind gases. But in chlorophyll, it's magnesium. So we actually get a little magnesium. We get the building blocks for heme, and then we can put in some iron in there. And now guess what? Your red blood cells are now binding efficiently, binding all kinds of gases and helping to manage the homeostatic process in the body. And then lastly, there's a medicinal mushroom, a medicinal mushroom known as cordyceps. Cordyceps has been used by long distance runners for years to improve oxygen binding capacity. So you drop in some cordyceps with all that, and now you have something special happening. Paul Stamets, I'm sure would, would be very thrilled to hear this. Paul Stamets is probably the world's authority on medicinal mushrooms. Cordyceps cordyceps are now going to improve the gas exchange and especially the delivery of oxygen to the cell for energy production. Now you got something special happening. Now you have the building blocks and the thought process for stage one of this art of cellular healing, of this really true healing process. 
folks, you know, that's what it comes down to. So I'm going to take a short break and we come back. I'm going to finish this up. I got a couple of studies I want to show you. And, uh, and then my goodness, just say, thank you. You know what I mean? Just say thank you for it all. So we write back with more energetic health radio right after these messages. America out loud beats to the pulse of our nation. We know when you're angry, you're troubled, confused, glad, and thankful. We know you because we are you. Join us as we explore the most important issues of our time. We are America Out Loud Talk Radio. Liberty and justice for all. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free, love it, or your money back, guaranteed. HealthyCell.com, code out loud. All right. Welcome back, folks. Well, let's start bringing it home here. Uh, We got about, um, I don't know, eight or nine minutes uh, left to go here. And I'm so glad that you're interested in this and that you're, you're paying attention here. Don't feel like you have to retain everything. Check out energetichealthinstitute.org. Go to the Artist Cellular Healing. Getting started in there, folks. We are going to light the torch in 2023 at the school for everybody who's serious about healing, serious about learning how to help people heal. We are going to light the torch and we are going to carry this forward. I am so ready to get us through this. I am so ready to put this message out there of hope and healing. It is going to happen because we now understand all of the things that we are up against and what we can do about it. So what makes your blood sticky? Well, when we go to the peer-reviewed literature, uh, the first thing is from Circulation Research in the American Heart Association Journal. This was way back in April of uh, 2021. Uh, SARS-CoV-2 spike protein impairs endothelial function via downregulation of ACE2 uh, by uh, Yuyang uh, Li. And what we do is what we see here is uh, their conclusion. Our data reveals that S-protein alone can damage endothelium manifested by impaired mitochondrial function and nitric oxide activity, but increased glycolysis. What they are saying with S-protein, when you look at their non-standard abbreviation, there you go. S-protein is actually short for spike glycoprotein, right? That glyco is important because again, that's the carbohydrate component that makes the spike protein sticky. So not only does it cut up the inner lining of the of the blood vessel, the endothelial lining, it, it also causes red blood cells to stick together. We go to another study that just came out a couple days ago. This is the one why I decided to do this today. SARS-CoV-2 spike protein induces hemagglutination. That's a fancy way to say sticky blood. Implications for COVID-19 morbidities and therapeutics and for vaccine adverse effects. This is by Boshi and Associates. Um, And it was published uh, just on December 7th, 2022. So very, very recent. Um, What they're saying in their abstract, the results of these experiments were 
First, that spike protein from these four lineages of SARS-CoV-2 induced hemagglutination. Omicron-induced hemagglutination, or sticky blood, at the significantly lower threshold concentrations of spike protein than the other three prior lineages and was much more electropositive on its central spike protein region. Ivermectin, ha ha ha, here's another thing we can use to free up the red blood cells. Ivermectin, for the win again, blocked hemagglutination when added to red blood cells prior to spike protein and reversed hemagglutination, sticky blood, when added afterward. So can we use ivermectin prophylactically? Yes. Can we use ivermectin in people who are injured by the shots? Yes, and we should be. All right. It's going to help with separating and keeping red blood cells unstuck. Should we use hydroxychloroquine prophylactically? No. Please, if you're doing that, stop. The half-life, the terminal elimination half-life for hydroxychloroquine is 40 to 50 days. That means it bioaccumulates and it can lead to heart arrhythmias and ultimately cardiac failure. Please stop using hydroxychloroquine prophylactically or long-term. It should only be used in um, acute situations at best. All right. And it's, it's nowhere close and superior. It's not superior to ivermectin. If that's what you're thinking at all, ivermectin is always the way to go. So can the shots make your body make spike glycoprotein indefinitely? Well, yeah. If you go to the study in the Lund university by um, intracellular reverse transcription of Pfizer, BioNTech, COVID-19, mRNA vaccine, BNT162B2 in vitro in human liver cell line. It was published by Alden and Associates uh, from uh, Lund University, and this was done early this year. If you go to that study, it says our results indicate that a fast uptake of BNT162B2 in human liver cell line, HUH 7.0, leading to the changes in line one expression and distribution. We also show that the Pfizer shots reverse transcribed intracellularly into DNA in as fast as six hours. And if you are a person who has an a, a MTHFR mutation, the likelihood that your DNA is vulnerable and susceptible for genetic modification skyrockets. Those are the people who likely have experienced the genetic modification, and those are the people that typically have the most severe injuries. Um, as a result of the shots. All right. So um, there's a little bit here I'll show. I'm not, I, I do more of this in the art of cellular healing, but basically chromosome, um, and we talk about telomeres a little bit, but really it comes down to methylation. And this is something Dr. Judy Mikovits was so kind to educate me on. You know, methyl, methyl groups, CH3 groups are going to be responsible for protecting the DNA. So if a person doesn't methylate very well, their DNA is going to be vulnerable and susceptible for damage, injury, and of course, genetic modification. It's kind of that simple. So what happens if your blood stays sticky for too long? Well, you start forming fibrin threads like we talked about. And if you are watching this, please look at this. This is what Dr. Ryan Cole has been um, confirming and affirming. And if that goes on, of course, without the subsequent breakdown enzymatically of those fibrin threads and the liberation of those red blood cells, those will form clots. And those clots, as you can see on the image, are pretty disgusting and fibrous and long. You throw in some cholesterol and some, some platelets and some other blood elements, and you're going to get a pretty spongy kind of thing that blocks the flow of blood. And 
ultimately, if that occurs, what ends up happening in people who are otherwise look very healthy, like a lot of the high performance athletes that have just fallen on the pitch, fallen on the field, you uh, die suddenly. And that's kind of the pathophysiology. That's kind of how it all works. You know, um, it's an evil thing, you know, so I'm, I'm, these should be, it's not a question of whether or not you should get the shot. It's these shots should be removed from the market and they should have never made it to market. And once they, if they did get to market un, because they got there under a fraud, the fraud, we know of them lying to the FDA and the FDA receiving those lies along with money. We know this happened. So when somebody says, should a person get the shot? My response is the shots should not be available for them to get. That's what we need to be saying. It's not about should somebody get the shot or not get the shot. The shot should not be available. They should have never made it to market. Why do I say this? Because the Pfizer knew that there were at least 1,289 different pathologies created by these shots. How do you create that many different pathologies? Sticky blood. Spike glycoprotein causing red blood cells to get stuck together lipid nanoparticle toxicity, and immune system dysregulation. Those are the three big players, and the biggest of all of them is sticky blood. <clears throat> Pardon me. So why would you get a shot that doesn't prevent infection? We already know that. You know I've done work on breakthrough cases. I was a person breaking all that stuff. But can modify your genes and kill you. Why would you? This doesn't make any sense. But what really doesn't make sense is they used American taxpayer dollars to try and shove it into everybody's arm. That doesn't make any sense. That's murder for profit. I'm not mincing words here, folks. You want to be outraged? I'm outraged. You want to be outraged? Let's do something about it. This is enough. We have years, decades maybe, of cleanup from this criminal enterprise. We have to make sure this never happens again. This was their trial run. And look what they did. It stops here. Now, I'm going to say Viva Puerto Rico because this is where I first gave this lecture and I love the people of the PR. So, folks, we got to help each other. This is what it comes down to. If somebody is hurting, we got to help them. It's not about saying, well, that's, that's your problem. No, this is our problem. And we got to solve it. So I want to say to you, check us out at Energetic Health Institute. Check out the Art of Cellular Healing. Check out what we're doing. I'm, I'm, I'm lighting the torch. I'm lighting the torch. We are moving forward and we are going to heal all of this because we understand so much of what's going on, especially, excuse me, especially in people who are severely injured. And we're going to do something about it. So like I always do, mm, talking so much, I'm talking myself into, into a horse state. I'm going to say, may God shine his divine light down upon us all, everyone we love, and surround us in the protection of his warm embrace. I'm Dr. Henry Ely, proudly, for the Energetic Health Institute, and I'm here to serve. I'm here to do what's right, and I'm out here to help heal all of this hurt. I hope you'll join me in that endeavor because we can do this. And we'll see you all next time, folks. 
اللوحة and adios